Below the Dot podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi of the Next Generation every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And today we are recapping the season six premiere. It's a two-part episode titled Here Comes Your Man. But before we get into it, we'll get into some trivia for Terry. I have three questions this week. What birthday is Peter celebrating in this episode? The 17th birthday? Yes. And how many days does Paige move to Banting? Is it two? Yes. Oh, wow. And what is the name of Ellie's roommate? Oh, my God. What the hell is her name? I want to say Eleanor, but that is literally Ellie's name. Oh my god, what is her name? She's so annoying. Uh, I have no clue. Amberly. Oh. It was an annoying ass name. It is an annoying name. (laughs) That checks out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That is so funny. Do you have any tidbits? I do. I have a few uh, from the Degraki. What? (laughs) Degrassi. (laughs) Like what? I like it. Um, From the Degrassi fandom wiki to get us started on this season. Again, it's a brand new season. Everyone has returned very glown up in a sense. Um, Let's see what I pulled. Oh, so the season six premiere is the first time in a that American viewers got to see an episode before Canadian viewers. This aired in September 2006, and then in Canada, November 2006. So that's interesting because I feel like this season got hella Americanized. Mm -hmm. There were some things that they have said since I've watched because I'm ahead now, so y'all don't catch me lacking again. Um, And I'm (laughs) like, that's the United States. And, And one of them... One of the characters is like, did you know that George W. Bush used to be um, a cheerleader? Um, as a teenager watching the show, I can tell you I don't give a fuck what the president of another country used to do. Right. Like, that, and that of all things. No, I didn't know as a Canadian that George W. Bush used to be um, a cheerleader because I'm 12. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. maybe y'all can tell me differently and you, someone's going to write in and be like, I'm Canadian and I love George W. Bush. And then I'm going to say, well, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, that is interesting, actually, because there's another tidbit or like a rather a wiki bullet point up here that Ellie makes a reference to like, um, what's the movie? The Annie Hall movie. Mm. And if that I'm like trying to make sure that's not a like Canadian movie or anything, but I'm pretty sure it's an American movie. So just even funny that the references they're throwing out there on the first episode are very like American. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, that makes sense because they definitely were owning this season. Let's see. Oh, and then obviously if you watch, then you know that this, like they switched the version of the intro song, which I hate because there are no words. So I actually do skip the intro in these mm. episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They gave us nothing but a remix, apparently, by, I think we talked about them before. The group's name is 
jackalope, but they like took the mm-hmm. words out. So yeah. boring. I did have a couple of lost files or comments from last week's episodes. Um, first of all, if I were Jimmy's parents, I don't give a fuck if you forget that little boy. The answer is no. You can't be friends with Spinner again. Right. That's such a good point. Like, no. But girl, and- they wouldn't know because they're never home. Call them out. Call <laughs> them out. And my next thing was I said in the last episode that I didn't have internet when I went to college. And I wanted to clarify that we had internet and we had Wi-Fi. Um, they just did not streaming services were mm-hmm. not the same as they are now in fact honestly i don't like netflix was still sending you dvds that's what i was just about to ask you is if they were still sending them in the mail <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah no we had wi-fi yeah i wasn't on like an ethernet cable <laughs> but people listening are like what is ethernet no i feel like if you're into degrassi you should I, I don't know. Are there any young people who are still in Degrassi? Is it cool now? It should be because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yes, that's all that I wanted to throw in there. And <laughs> that's so funny. I guess we can go ahead and get started. Yes. Um, so this is a two part episode. It is a nice, fun little wild ride, literally. <laughs> in our first episode with our plot beat, um, of the episode of the eighth grade crew like our og eighth grade crew we are left with spinner ashley and jimmy darcy approaches and she forgives spinner for the previous school year and you know they decide to forward forward together hooray meanwhile in degrassi verse marco was living with dylan in a house and ellie rejects an invite to move in for now Paige will be leaving for Banting in two days, and she really wants him to throw a going-away party for her. Spinner is still working at the dot, sour that Marco and Ellie are selecting their university courses. Paige is still worried about about herself and her going-away party, (laughs) and more about all of that than everybody else's plans. But somehow, she finally does get convinced Marco to host a party for her. Who's going to be there? Whatever. I want to know where the continuity is here, because... (laughs) How did Marco convince his father that he's moving in with Dylan, who's just a distant acquaintance who Marco barely talks to? None of that makes sense. And they already know that he's gay, right? Do you remember sitting down and eating dinner with Dylan at that restaurant? (gasps) Right, right. Oh, yes. Distant acquaintance. But now y'all are living together um, as Marco's like gaining his own freedom. Well, that's a funny coincidence. (laughs) Ma'am. Anyway, um, hang on. So I skipped some stuff in here. And the reason why I skipped it is because when I did the recap, I did everything together. And then I went back later and I was like, let me cut and copy and paste and do all these things here. And that's not what happened. (laughs) And I guess it doesn't help that the episodes combine. So hopefully this makes sense. So the party is here and I'm interested to see something. Who knows what I'm interested to see because I just cut it and I pasted it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know what it says yet. <laughs> All right. The party is here and I'm interested to see that the band is back together. Minus Craig. Knowing good and well that the four of them continuously hated each other off and on for like the entire duration. Yeah. And over there just playing the drums next to Ashley as if he didn't get Jimmy shot in the back. Right. And as if homegirl didn't 
run off on Craig. So you think there'd be some beef there because they're just like, girl, and then the group sucked because no one else wanted to pick all of them up. Spinner used to always be making digs at Ashley, but I'm honestly, I know I'm only six episodes in. Spinner's been very bearable and tolerable this season. He actually has not, he hasn't been in the wrong a lot of times. And I'm like, damn, this man really did have some growth. That's wild. Who is this man? Whose man is this? It's Darcy's and she gonna remind us about it. (laughs) Um, Because, so they're at the party and um, things are going well. They're playing a really terrible song. So terrible. I didn't even (laughs) want to include it. Darcy shows up because Spinner is playing, even though she doesn't like Paige. So why are you at her going away party? going away party, right. Darcy tries to bring the drama, but Paige stops it dead in the tracks. I know you had sex with Spinner last year. Thought you were above being a low-grade hoe. Guess I was wrong. Sweetie, I would love to indulge your need to ruin my party with a full-on cat fight, but I'll pass. Save the drama for high school, hun. I'm moving on. Darcy looks hella stupid. She should literally be so embarrassed for one showing up at her going away party to say that. But also that's not something honestly you need to bring up with Paige because Spinner's the one that went over to Paige's house after y'all just got back together to try to talk to her and then talking turned into something else. You need to have that conversation with your man and like leave Paige out of it, honestly, because she'd want it nothing to do with Spinner. She could have dated him if she wanted to and she didn't. And honestly, she should have. Right. Just to be spiteful. She should have. She should have kept that boy. But anyway. <laughs> um. So Darcy looks really stupid. I'm wondering if she has any friends. In the middle of this whole band performance, Marco's dad shows up to move Marco's belongings into the home. Dylan tries to help. And then somehow <laughs> this results in Marco's dad sprawled out on the floor in pain. I don't get it. So unrealistic. Like, I feel like they could have done anything else, but they just had this man fall over. Okay. And here's the deal. I like, I'm going to knock on wood. But I feel like TV shows be having people throw their back out all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to know if this really happens. Because honestly, the people who I know who have been like, oh, I threw my back out. I'm kind of like, did you throw your back out? Or are you recovering from a drug bender? Because oh I actually God. don't believe that you threw your back out. I think that you're on drugs. <laughs> the jump is so wild. <laughs> I, you know what I heard it I heard it <laughs> anyway so the party is over and Marco's miserable Paige is giving Marco a pep talk about how he needs to stress less which is interesting because Paige is about to drop out of college due to her anxiety but we haven't gotten there yet <laughs> Paige and Marco share a moment and we get back to the races but we are not at the races yet because we're still in plot B you see, this is what happens when you recap in your episode at the same time. So that is the end of our plot B of this episode. I wonder where the hell that line was supposed to go. We're going to find out eventually when my paragraph skips from one to the other. Any other comments about plot B of this episode? Uh, my only other thing is that Marco's dad is still homophobic. Interesting. But like this time, was it Dylan that time? This time around, it seems like Dylan is willing to put up with him being, like, semi-closeted because he still has to act like his friend in front of Marco's dad. So that's just interesting to me that we're, like, taking steps back. I guess they want us to believe that, like, Dylan really wants to be with Marco, but that's interesting. I don't I don't know why they push this on us. We could have yeah. not. But I guess yeah. maybe he needed a job. Right. Just and interesting. 
All right, so Emma and Peter are apparently at some swanky location when the ballet brings the car around for Peter. When I tell you, I used to always think that ballet is like this high-end luxury, but now I'm a bougie bitch queen because I'm not walking to my car. (laughs) You have people ballet your car, that's funny. Depending on where I'm at, um, especially if I'm at a restaurant, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm not doing it. Because I, one thing I hate about the city is I'm not fighting for parking. I'm tired yeah. of it. Especially in January, February. Absolutely not. You're going to take this car and I'm going to sit next to this heater. Yeah, so that's the to perfect, perfect problem to have, honestly. Because, yes, parking is the worst part of, like, driving for the most part. Like, people are stupid, but having to find parking is terrible. So if you just get to pull up and have someone else deal with it, I'm all for that's- it. Every day I fight for my life and I say, please, can we just move to the suburbs? Because there's so, the parking is plentiful. Why yeah, are we girl. doing this? I will not go places if the parking is bad. Yes. This- you have to look up what the parking situation is before you go. And for those of you who are like, why don't you just use your public transportation system? Um, one, because people. Um, but also, two, because racism. Um, it's not great. <laughs> that's another reason it's great in the places where it's great and it's not great i mean it's it's decent it's a pretty good system but like i have taken the bus by my house and it stops at every single damn street it takes like an hour to get into the city i or downtown i'm probably a 10 minute drive from downtown that's not an hour bus ride it's just not as convenient as it should be depending on the area where you are Mm -hmm. and that's probably very intentional and so it's either i'm spending two hours on public transportation to go 10 minutes or i'm fighting for my life with parking or i'm paying for a valet because (laughs) i did not get this job and a career so i could not pay for valet and that's why i can't afford my student loan payments (laughs) sorry money is going elsewhere Okay, so ballet isn't that fancy. Anyway, Peter is surprised to see that his dad gifted him a convertible for his birthday. I tried to see the type of vehicle, and I think they, like, either I don't know cars, or they very intentionally masked what type of car it was. Mm. So they were not giving a free promo. They say, y'all not gonna pay for this promo? We gonna pretend like this is a no-name car. I don't know. Maybe someone can correct me. I need to look at it because, you know, it's funny. I definitely noticed how frequently Emma had this pink Motorola Razor phone out. And I feel Mm -hmm. like they're probably sponsored by them, which is probably also very American because that was like the phone back then. Mm -hmm. That was that was the it phone. That was the girl like that pink one at that, too. She had the one. (laughs) See, I was hating myself because I always wanted to be different. And I hate hate my old desire to be different because I didn't have the razor. I had the riser. Which like slid funny. up instead of flipped open. And the question is, why did you do that? Why? <laughs> I also refused to get an iPhone and I got like a Zoom or like a Microsoft phone. That was the worst decision I ever made. Why did that thing not even have copy and paste? We're talking Girl. it's 2009 and I have to like type what somebody said into an inbox because I can't copy and paste. Who did that? that's nutty why is that not an option and everybody had copy and paste but me because i wanted to go with the microsoft phone like you dumb bitch (laughs) that is random (laughs) anyway 
Peter and Emma take their car for a test spin and they celebrate life when Hurricane Sean blows back into town. Oh, that's what Manny calls him eventually. So Sean and Jay are at an ice cream truck grabbing none other than ice cream. And Emma is a little too excited to see Sean and he tells her, I'm with Jay now. Easy broke back mountain. He means he's sleeping on my couch. Ridiculous. Oh, my global. Anyway. Emma suddenly remembers that Peter is there and she introduces Peter to Sean. Peter is obviously feeling threatened by the presence of Sean and he wraps his arm around Emma to de- demonstrate his possession. I'm trying to figure out why Sean bothered in rolling back in Degrassi. Like, where have you been? Have you been to school? Right. How did he just come back and be in the same grade? What is going on? <laughs> they let anyone in Degrassi. Oh, no. Honestly. JT is celebrating that this is the first day of their last year, and this is why it's just a simply tragic true statement for JT, because it is the first day of his last year. (laughs) But I can't stand his bitch, so I don't care, and we're going to move on. It doesn't matter that Peter got a new car, because he's still a loser. He tries (laughs) to bring attention to his new car, but truly nobody cares. But you know who does care? Manny, about Sean's new biceps. She's funny. Apparently Manny has forgiven Peter for the scandal the previous previous season, but I actually like, we were going to come back to this, because in this moment, I was like, oh, Manny's riding in the car. She forgave him. Maybe. Peter continues to make slick comments about Sean to test the waters to see if Emma still or is over him yet, and Emma gives Peter tons of reassurance and PDA, as well as a hat that she knitted herself. Manny continues ogling Sean Cameron in the next scene when she is talking to Emma, and Emma reminds Manny that Manny, you're with Craig. And then I think Manny makes a slick comment about it's difficult getting Craig on the phone. And then we just casually move on. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Especially when you know what Craig ended up in. Girl. I'm confused because Manny sits down next to Sean and she's like, isn't Emma beautiful? And he's like, yeah, she's beautiful. And then she hits Sean. Why are you stirring <laughs> shit up? <laughs> stirring the pot. Sean says, I wasn't even thinking about that bitch. And neither was I. Sean steps in to assist with Peter with completing mods on his car to make it go mm-hmm. faster. And I was just like, y'all are doing street races? Like, what's happening? Is that a thing? I guess it is. It just seems so dangerous. It just yeah. seems so dangerous. I know that there's like a whole Fast and Furious series based off it. It's feeling <laughs> dangerous. What are we doing in Degrassi? Girl. Yeah, they got enough going on, honestly. <laughs> To have, like, an unofficial street racing team. Y'all don't have enough teams? Lacrosse wasn't enough? (laughs) Peter shows up to the mod spot with Manny and Emma, so Sean and Co. can do the mods on his car. Jay has the nerve to make a comment about how good Emma looks, because I'm just looking at Jay from, what was that, season four? Like, Mm -hmm. and Sean don't even know. He don't even know what his girl went through. Oh, that's nutty. I had that same thought, and I Mm. forgot he wasn't even there. Mm. He has no idea. So Sean tells Jay, you better stay off my girl. And it's it's just, all right. Anyway, it's like a little reunion of three boys who have hooked up with Emma. <laughs> Peter is too busy arguing with Jay to notice that Sean is pushing up on Emma behind his back. Girl. Sean shares that he wants to open up a car ship, shop and he and Emma share a moment, which is disapproved by Manny in the background and Alex, who's watching. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, Manny calls Ella, Emma, Ella, Emma on her bullshit. And it's clear that Emma would be going for Sean if she were single, but she's really making an effort to stay loyal to her man. Emma wonders aloud if Sean is interested in her when Peter pops up suddenly. Peter tries to invite Emma to work on his car with Sean, but Emma says, no, no, no. We're going to have a romantic dinner at the dock. Just the two of us. No car talk. Why do they get to the car to the date and Peter and that bitch talking to Emma's ear off about that stupid ass car? <laughs> Talk about not listening. Also, I I would just literally be like, I'm sorry, but you can't. Like, why are you friends? Like, trying to be friends with Peter? Like, you know, Sean and Emma literally have not talked since he left for Wiswake Beach. I would be very concerned no matter what front Emma's putting on. And you're not making it better by talking about Sean all the time. Girl, girl, he was really like, okay, I believe it. Listen to my new best friend. Right. So I was actually in this scene like, is Emma trying to encourage a friend? Like, why is she so set on this? Um, But I realized that she was trying to, like, my question was, is she trying to get to be closer to Sean? Or is she trying to get friends for Peter? And I Mm. actually think she wasn't being sneaky. And I think she was just trying to put Sean and Peter together. Because she knows that Peter needs friends. And she said it earlier in the episode. Oh, I didn't even peep that. That would make sense. I forget what she said she was doing. Because, like, Peter needs to branch out and make friends. And mm-hmm. then, like, just him kind of being, like, this loser. And trying to get attention for his car. Oh, God, he's such a skis. I can't mm-hmm. stand his bitch ass. He's mad. Like, I get it now, too, though. Because he's creepy. And the introduction to Peter. Well, one, you're the the president's daughter that's not how that goes you're the principal's son um so that's probably like people are want to stay away from you but then also you did that whole like we got introduced to you through you showing manny's tits you know what i mean so like girl and duh, then nobody wants to talk to you and the fact that because i am obviously ahead i'm just like i can't believe y'all ever forgave this man i'm so confused right. people because people there was a lot of peter stone hate on the degrassi reddit which honestly i might not even be in that reddit anymore because they're fucking crazy um but they they hate peter stone they can't stand that motherfucker and i've always been like i mean i know he did that thing to manny no he does some shit again this season too he's awful yeah he's in his he, villain era He's yes, yes, he is. And he really doesn't you know, they don't give him the shine like they give Spinner. So mm. it's like one minute he's a villain like Jay, and the next minute I guess he's just not. I hate that bitch. But anyway, <laughs> I might hate him as much as I hate JT. That's that means a lot, actually. Back to the races, I guess. Emma gives Sean some water and she thanks him for being nice to Peter, and she pulls out her knitting material. She's been knitting this entire episode so that we can be like, oh, Emma was anorexic last year. And then it could fall into black hole with Peter's future meth problem. Anyway, Mm. to disrupt the last mention of Emma's eating disorder, just kidding, they say something again in the next episode. Alex announces that Peter will be racing Jay. It looked really dangerous, and I'm worried about everyone's safety. And I guess so were the police, because they showed up. Emma hops in the car with Sean, a mistake, to avoid the cops. And Sean makes this whole incident about himself. He's like, (laughs) oh, my God, that was amazing. I love having us back together. Emma and Sean, Sean and Emma, I don't know if he says that. But next thing we know, Emma and Sean are making out only to be interrupted by a phone call from Peter. And it almost kills Moot, but it doesn't because Emma's like, bring them lives back here. They don't have an ounce of chemistry. 
I <laughs> like I know y'all y'all just putting them together for nostalgia's sake, but like they weren't given anything. But okay. Yeah, it's literally a lot based on the fact that we just know them as being kids and dating, so. Right. And I feel like there was so much more build up, maybe because they just kind of threw them back together this episode yeah. versus when they were younger and they first dated. Like, she watched this boy for episodes mm-hmm. and then they were together and it was cute. And then when I think even when they got back together after she was mad at him for so long, that carried out over so much time. And this was just like Sean's back in town. Let's hook up. I didn't. Mm, y'all didn't write it well enough for me yeah and it's really based on the fact that he looks different now right he looks more older everyone does but like he has these muscles and stuff like that so it's really that it's kind of like your childhood uh like boyfriend grows up and you see him again so it's like instant you want him back Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. all right any more comments about the first episode nope and now a word from our sponsors all right, guys. Ellie was assigned to her new dorm with Amberly. Amberly is super excited to live with Ellie. <laughs> she marks the start of a new friendship with a selfie for the group. Amberly is doing the most, and that she's hiding Ellie's decor while she's calling something icky wicky. <laughs> she put her things away, and then she like quotes her grand grand. She's like, "Grand grand always says, I don't even know what the fuck grand grand says. I know that I don't give a fuck about what grand grand says." Right. Ellie's looking at her like, Grand Grand, Icky Wicky, oh no. This results in Ellie writing a first person person report about dorm life, and she drops <laughs> it with Jesse, the college or the college like paper editor. She asks for entry to be anonymous, and Jesse gives the impression that he's like, mm, I don't really care because I'm not reading it and it's not getting posted. Like I'm not laughing. But even though Jesse acted like he didn't give a shit. He posted an article and he didn't do it anonymously, which is bad for Ellie because she talks a lot of shit about Amberly in the piece. Amberly takes it upon herself to kick Ellie out of their dorm room. I don't understand how that was allowed. Never and have I ever seen anyone ever just get kicked out of a dorm room for right. I, I mean, maybe you could have called it bullying. Right, 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 right. But, but even the- I had a roommate claim that we bullied her our freshman year. I just want to say, disclaimer, I didn't bully her. I'm black, and she was racist and from Wisconsin, and so... Oh, no. Right, so y'all, like, that's that's how that went. Um, but <gasps> what she said was that me and the other girl, who was a white girl from Iowa, she was like, they bullied me. No, we just weren't racist. <laughs> like, did, did we bully you, or were we just not racist? But anyway, um, and they, they removed her from the dorm, not the other way around. They didn't kick right. me out. <laughs> Right, I, like, and under what circumstance does the person living get to call who lives with them without involving, like, someone in, like, leadership? You know what I mean? Like, you don't just get to move people's stuff and make that decision. That was very bad girls club of you, too, to just throw her shit outside. <laughs> and Ellie was like, okay, well, I guess I don't live here anymore. So she shows up to live with Marco and Dylan, and she should have been their roommate the entire time, but then where would we have gotten the plot for this episode? Yeah a very unnecessary plot because honestly i really don't even remember ellie deciding on a school i know she was working hard on them finals but like what i don't think anyone gives a fuck about the college years for the degrassi stars which is why i think after them it it ends like after, they don't do it 
At, right. And I get why they did it for our OG cast. We've been with them for so long. And then they're like, yeah, y'all got to be written off this show. We're sticking to high school. And it makes sense. It just doesn't transfer well. Yeah, but that's so true. It does not translate well from like the stuff they'd gotten to in high school to like, especially the the age. Like it is fun to watch people years ahead of you do stuff. But like, I don't care about Ellie getting kicked out of her dorm. Like that wouldn't have interested, been interesting to me or like Marco and Dylan living together. Okay. But like now what? <laughs> but I think there's a way in that it could have been done. Like if you think, did you ever watch Blackish or Grownish? sparingly not like consistently i think not first of all the show is trash but i was a dedicated watcher (laughs) of the show um and i think that it was a nice type of spinoff that was Mm -hmm. entertaining so i think we could have if we could have done maybe a spinoff to degrassi that just focused on college and then we actually could have had them doing things it was like a pg entry into college emma being like wanna blaze and like no like let's talk about your roommate fucking in the bed while you in the room trying to sleep after you just got back and you've been back studying but she stumbles in drunk and she does some crazy shit like that's what they really doing in college but that was not in any of the grassing and for a show that that you know prides itself and we really go there Degrassi Goes College did not go there at all. Funny. Yeah, they only knew how to go there for a high school. You know, Did you ever live in the dorm? I was just about to say, I did live in the dorm. I lived in a dorm for one semester, my That's first semester. Thought. Yes. And in that first semester, I literally can relate to that story you just said. See? Or like talking about people fucking in the bed and stuff like that. Because there was one time I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go to my dorm on the weekends. Like I'll go to my mama's house because we live so close. So I like decided to stay on campus one weekend. I'm like trying to open the door. I'm on the phone with my mom, funny enough. I open the door and I, I'm on the phone. So I can't hear that someone's telling me not to come in. It's my roommate and her boyfriend fucking. And I'm like on the phone with my mom and I like lose my shit. <laughs> I like walk out. I'm just like, what the fuck? And then they like scramble out. I come into the room. Bitch, they left the condom on the ground. As I'm on the phone with my mom still and out loud, I say, what the fuck? There's a condom on the ground. Oh my God. But no, like exactly. Where was that plot line? That would have been way better than any of the plot lines they gave to them. And they were still trying to keep it too PG. And like, I... Like y'all should have just had a spinoff and like actually gone there for what yeah. people are really doing in college. A spinoff would have been so good. That is so true. <sighs> what a missed opportunity. Right. If they ever come out with a spinoff, I want everyone who's listening to know that they heard it here first. Anyway, on the plot <laughs> A. Sean is high on life after his kiss, but Emma's feeling guiltier than ever. She walks into the house to find Peter and Manny. Peter suspects nothing because that bitch is dumb, but Manny dumb. can sniff car mechanic all over emma's body <laughs> why does peter show up the next day of school in a white tank top and baggy jeans Mm-mm. spinner and jimmy are like mm, too white and too furious <laughs> spinner asked peter where is d12 because why is peter out here dressed exactly like sean like sean actually shows up in a white tank top and jeans i need y'all to stop that is so embarrassing like please <sighs> cut it immediately he is so thirsty to hang out with Sean, and now Sean is trying to avoid him because Peter is keeping Sean from his one true love. 
Manny's psychic because she clocks Emma entirely on having a secret makeout session with Sean. But Emma's like, no, 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 nothing happened. But almost immediately after, Sean pulls Emma into the classroom directly in front of Manny. So, like, did, did she not see that? Right. And he gifts Emma with some really pretty earrings that Emma cannot accept. Emma encourages Sean to go for someone else or get back with Ellie. And Sean is like, no, I know who I want. It's confession time. Emma comes clean to Manny and she expresses great remorse for her actions. I love Manny though because she says, I still don't like Peter's bitch ass, but he was really good to you, Emma, when you were sick. And so I support you guys as a couple. So, as I said earlier, I thought Manny forgave him, but she's like, no, he sucks. Mm. But he was good yeah. to you, so. Right. And she's like really holding Emma accountable after all their drama. And this is interesting. And another point of Emma, not Emma, Manny being a good friend, because honestly, all the stuff that was done wrong or a lot of the arguments and stuff, like ultimately did Manny wrong on Emma's end. So like Emma did Manny wrong mad times, but Manny is still willing to hold her accountable and be like, you know, like we went through a lot last year. Peter did me so dirty, but he helped take care of you. So like, don't be like that to him. Like, honestly, just really stepping up and holding Emma accountable. And Emma never does the same for her. Manny is such a girl's girl. Like every time y'all talk, hop on the internet again. 14-year-old season three Manny was not a girl's girl. I am right. not denying that. But overall, before season three and after season three, Manny is a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to even say, like, her issues with Ellie were, I mean, Craig was being inappropriate. Like, she's mad that Craig is getting too close with Ellie. And she's like, all you care about is Ellie. Because he was. He was lying. <laughs> he was pretending he was studying. And she, he was at home with Ellie. Craig was being foul, but also I feel like Ellie was being more of a hater towards Manny and started yes. with Manny versus the other way around. So really outside of season three, thus far of what we've seen with Manny, she's a very big girl's girl. And I mean, I don't understand how y'all hate her for it. Yeah, they will hate on her religiously too. And then just try to bring it back to her, like being a slut or something like that. Like she's not a good friend, like, please. And and honestly, you're not a slut for getting with one boy. Not, like, that was grimy what you did. Mm-hmm. 110%. You were also 14. Um, right. You're allowed to be stupid when you're 14. And she only made that mistake once because when it came around to Spinner, she was like, no, nah, you're not going to get me caught up again. And she pumped the brakes on that. She didn't hook up with Spinner until after the fact. Right. So, I mean, it seems like my girl, our girl can learn her lesson. So y'all are just some hating ass bitches. This is a Manny stand account. All right, so Manny it tells Emma, you're not going back to Rexyville, Emma Nelson, not on Manny's watch. She's not confident, but she does allow the conversation to end. Peter finds Emma after school, and he tries to invite Emma to the races, but Emma declines. Peter asks Emma, are you still eating? And at this point, I will probably slice everyone, because if y'all don't let me be stressed over which man to choose in peace without you <laughs> reminding me that I have not eaten, like, leave me alone. Right. No, Peter, I'm just stressed because I kissed another man. That Emma tells Peter, I need a break. I need to take space for myself. And Peter blames Sean and he calls Emma a slut. And then Emma's like, I'm not being a girl. And she storms away. (laughs) Peter's a little bitch, though, because the next time we see Sean, he's getting called to a locker search and turns up drugs in Sean's locker. Sean is upset only to realize that Peter knew about him and Emma. So Sean accuses Peter of being behind the drugs, but Emma forever stupid 
gives the impression that she thinks Sean may have been selling drugs because how did you buy those earrings? Bitch. Girl, have you learned nothing? I hate her. I hate how stupid she is. So dumb. It's like, why would you not believe Peter would do something like that? He has no friends and his only quote unquote friend right now is trying to get with his girlfriend. He's going to do whatever he has to do. And his mom is the principal. Come on. Right. This whole episode, I'm just like, be fucking for real, Emma. Be for real. Exactly. So she's like, I think you could have been selling drugs. She doesn't say that exactly. And Sean storms away. Peter finds Emma to later ask about Sean and offer to help get him back into school. You fake ass, snake ass bitch. <laughs> and then Peter pretends, well, I knew Sean was into stuff. I I didn't think he'd do something like that. And I'm just like, wow, he started off season five of Menace and looked at him in season six. And he continues it. He Girl, continues. They just let and they believe him. Like him bringing up all that drug stuff and then being like, I can tell my mom. No, you like, what are you talking about? That's a dead giveaway that you had something to do with it. Like, <laughs> Dummy. Oh, my God. So Jay encourages Sean to race Peter at the races, but and put that little bitch in his place. They arrive to the races and Sean tells that little bitch Peter that they have a score <laughs> to settle. Peter all but admits to having planted the drugs in Sean's lockers. And I can't believe that Peter's mom didn't suspect Peter in this incident. Like, are you dumb? Girl, and then I had that thought, too, of when they got that anonymous tip. What are you doing to field this tip? And, like, how do you know it's not someone planting something? You know what I mean? Girl. Like, who said it? How? Why would you not? Why do you keep things so, like, out in the open that your son can get into it? Right. I hate him. And anyway... Peter calls Sean a little bitch. Actually, I think he does call him a bitch at the race. And I was like, that's crazy. Because you can't call a man a bitch. You really can't. That's funny. I told somebody that um, when my partner woke me up with his alarm, I was like, yeah, why you wake me up, bitch? And then I said, it's what I thought. But what I said was, are you going to wake up? And they were like, they looked the way they looked at me like, that would have been. And I was like, yeah, because you can't call no man a bitch. That is so, I have a funny story about that. I was in... I think I was in middle school and I literally called like this kid a bitch and like he was this really quiet kid um, but I literally never saw someone's lights flip a switch so quick and I was like trying to figure out why he was so mad and like it was in that instance that I learned you can't call guys a bitch. (laughs) No you may not. No you may not. He almost lost his shit and I was literally like what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, Grow up bitch. (laughs) Look, I support it. Wouldn't be getting ca- called a bitch if you wasn't acting like one. But right. I also understand that calling a man a bitch is, I, you know, you just don't know what's going to happen next. It's a are, thing. They are very strongly affected by words in ways. Yes. In which, honestly, I have been called a bitch by many people and I've been like, and what? <laughs> and what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> is that the worst you can do? I am. And I do it again. That is so funny. Okay, so Peter calls Sean a bitch, and then they race, but Sean ends up hitting a runner who is knocked unconscious. Somehow, Jay shows up, and he tells Sean that Sean needs to flee the scene. Why would you take advice from Jay? Girl, this whole time, you racing Peter, his decision. You running away from an accident where you hit somebody? What is wrong with y'all? Jay has been suspended expelled from school and has been doing nothing for years and you will give like you listen to his advice let's be for real i'm so confused so confused peter is a stank bitch because why did of course he snitches on sean for bailing from the scene 
They post bail. Nashawn is fucked. Emma finds him hiding in her basement. Surprise! <laughs> but Emma says, I'm not going down this path again. Still believing Sean to be guilty for the drugs. And she tells him, you need to turn yourself in. Which is, th- in this moment, if she's being this fucking dumb, I think this is a good choice for her. Yeah. <laughs> But, of course, she also needs to cut Peter off. But, anyway, the show ends with Sean crying in the backseat of a police vehicle. I do not remember Homeboy getting arrested for hitting someone. Like, this was really news to me today. It was. This is a ride. That's nutty. So, my moral is, don't call a man a bitch. That's hilarious. Um, mine was literally be fucking for real because no one this episode was being for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not a soul. And also don't know what to give a fuck about Degrassi goes college. Not right. the way y'all the, did it. The only one that actually was being for real was Manny. So I take that back. But everyone else, mm. no one was Manny being for real. Manny clocked this whole episode. She said Hurricane Sean back in time. He about to rock this bitch up. And that is exactly what he did. Girl, and like next level, because to the point where y'all are getting arrested, that's wild. That's this is a crazy trajectory for Sean's character. Why did y'all bring him back just to be this messy? You didn't just have to, to do him like him. that, right? Throw him into the chaos, like off the road. Justice for Daniel Clark. That's one of the few names that I just know off the top of my head, and <laughs> I don't know why. All right, any more questions, comments, concerns about this episode? No, I think that covers it. But based on this episode, I'm very ready for season six. I am. It's going to be a wild ride. You see what I did there? <laughs> Next on Degrassi. Due to Jay's pleas, Emma visits Sean in jail where she realizes that he's in a lot of pain. Really, bitch? And she does everything she can to help him out. Meanwhile, Ellie is devastated to discover that the first newspaper article she has written has been rejected. After that whole piece she got that got her kicked out of her spot. That wraps this week's episode of the Load the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. Told you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatever it takes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back in the